0: What's up? This is Chanel, and you're listening to the Daughter's Diary podcast. And today I'm hitting you with Hidden the Books. What book are you reading right now? A Long Walk to Water. Hey, 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 we're hitting the books in this episode. Um, I just finished the book, A Long Walk to Water, and it was a, a good book. Um, I would recommend this book to probably ages, I don't know, maybe four, fourth grade to fifth grade. Um, it's a, it's a heavy topic, but it is definitely worth it. And so in summation, um, The book is taking place during um, war in Sudan, and so it's actually from a perspective of a young man um, who really did grow up during this time. And so you have his story, Salva's story taking place, and then you have um, Naya's story taking place that is years down the line. And so it is just a really, a, a, a really thought provoking book. So I read it for uh, my school's book club and it was recommended by one of our students who had already read it before. And um, it was, it was, it was very much worth the time. It's a short read to be completely honest. If you said, okay, I got to buckle down and read this book today. You could read it in a day uh, if you want. If you want to intentionally slow down and and process the moment, then, you know, a a week is good, but to be honest, you could do that in two days because the book is so well written that it, it, it reads really quickly, but also gives you the details that you need even in such a short read. And so, it's just a really good reminder. I I, <laughs> I always say I don't want to read anything sad. And so bless my book clubs little heart because they just always try to comply and not give me anything sad to read. So this was a a sad read, but if I could if I could read it and get through it, then most people should be able to because although it was sad. Like I, I didn't read it and feel like this is way too sad. I can't keep reading this. I I read it with the hopes that there there was going to be hope at some point or at the end of it. And I can say that in finishing the book, all I could do was smile when I finished it. Uh, it just it made my heart warm, to be honest. And so I highly recommend it. Um it was it was a nice read. Read it with your kids, read it with other adults if you want to. Just read it and especially read it with appreciation. So part of the story is really about how difficult it is to get clean water. And it's so easy to forget that that's the case for a lot of countries in the world that there is just simply contaminated water that, that people are seriously getting sick simply from, from dirty contaminated water. Like that, that is a big cause of illness in a lot of places in the world. And so in reading this for me, it just, it just tugged at my heart as a challenge. Like what, what can I do? Like, What, what can I do? And that's not to feel bad about where I live and, and what I have by any means, but it is to motivate me to say, okay, because of where I live and because of what I have, what can I do to make a difference for those who, who simply just want clean water? And it's, it's so easy to just think, oh, well, we'll just go dig wells and they'll have water and and all this stuff, or It's just water, you know, like, what is that going to matter? Well, it matters a ton. First off, because of the health that, that will be impacted by it. Like people are drinking contaminated water and being like seriously ill because of it. And it's easy to say, oh, well just make sure you boil the water and all this. But even in the book that that I read, some of them said like the amount of, of water that they're able to get near them, is is so little that even if they boiled it, like it would evaporate because it's so little water and so for Naya's story uh it I mean it talks about it taking her eight hours a day to go get water, like getting water is a job, and so to not have to go and lug these these huge water basins to not have to wait in line to get your chance to get water. But to have clean water where you live really changes everything because now that she doesn't have to spend eight hours going to get water to come back to boil and and drink and eat and cook with because water is accessible in her community. Now there's talk of like building a school for her to be able to go to, for women to be able to go to because the majority of, of what takes place in getting water falls upon the women or the young girls. And so taking eight hours a day to get water, you don't have time to do anything else like that is your job. And so the thought of school, like, when would you have time for that? Well, if you have clean water and a well in your community, well, now you have time to go to school and time to do other things because you're not spending eight hours of your day doing that. And so it just tugged at my heart because, you know, like we have clean water in our toilets here. Like heaven forbid we use the bathroom and the water in the toilet isn't clean. Like that's our livelihood, like like that's our life here. And people in other countries want clean water to drink. They want water as clean as our toilet water to drink. Like that's their livelihood. And so again, I don't say all that to, to make anyone feel bad about it. I say it to just Make us ask ourselves, what can we do about it? How can we change this narrative? And it's not as simple as it seems, but it's not as convoluted as we make it seem either. You know, at the end of the day, maybe you can't just simply go hop on a flight and go to a third world country and, and build wells. Like there, There may be war-torn areas, there may be government restrictions, but at the same time, we don't have to make it so complex. Maybe we can connect with someone who can get there. Maybe we can connect with someone who is there to make this happen. And so I just, I just want to challenge you all and even myself after reading this book, um, and just having this, this reminder of the struggle of others, like, man, like, what, what can we do? What can we do differently and how can we help? And so for me, reading this book really tugged at my heart in that way in addition to some other things that happened literally just in the course of finishing this book. I think I finished the book on Sunday. The next day we were doing business presentations in my class and my students, my, my students business that he would like to start as a nonprofit is like creating clean water filters for third world countries. And follow that up with me watching a random movie. And part of the story ended up being creating water filters in third world countries so that people can have clean water. So obviously that's something maybe the Lord is putting on my heart. Um, and I will, of course, update everyone with how that goes. But I'm just saying like, man, we got to really think about what we can do today. Like what are what are today's what 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 is a way that we can help today or prepare to help in the future by preparing today. And so I recommend the book. It calls me to go into this thought process. It might do it for you and it might not. It might just genuinely be a good read or you're just looking for a quick read and it could be that. But I highly recommend it. And I just recommend maybe reading it with someone else so you can have a conversation about it. A Long Walk to Water. Um, I think Linda Sue Park was the author? I don't have my book because I let someone borrow it, so I can't tell you right off the top of my head. But I think that was her name. And so, well done to you, and thank you so much for sharing this story based on a, based on a true story. um, This book is. Thank you so much for all of it, and I can, I really can't tell you more about it because I don't want to spoil part of it. But I mean, think about it. This is a kid who's just told his school might be under attack during this war. And he's pretty much just being told run to this area and don't go back home. Just go to the bush and get as far away as you can. And if we really wanted to hit home, like this is a lot of people's stories. You know, there are a lot of innocent people in Palestine and Israel and Russia and Ukraine. And these are their stories. It might not be a story about trying to get clean water Or get to water, but it is a story about having to leave, having to flee everything you've known because you're under attack, having to live in a refugee camp for a decade because there's nowhere else for you to go. And so, again, none of that is to make you feel bad. It's just to make us aware. And so, I say, read this book. I'll send you a copy. Hit me up. I'll send you a copy. I'm 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 willing to make that investment. To, to hopefully have you say I want to invest in what's going on In other places I want to make a difference And so until next time I'll holla at y'all This has been the Daughter's Diary Podcast You've been listening to the Daughter's Diary Podcast Be sure to like, share, and subscribe For more information You can visit our website At www.achanelmoore.com There you'll find blogs A store More podcasts and tips. Thank you for your time.